Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. FM 104's Select Irish and joining me now is Galway Ray's Dublin-based singer Patrick Keneally. Hello. Hiya. Thank you very much for popping in. Anytime. Thanks for having me. So you're going to be performing a song for us in a little while called mm-hmm. Tiny Mountain. Tell us a little bit about the song. Tiny Mountain. So the song is based on a fella from, uh, from Switzerland who said to my father uh, about I think it was about the 12 pins, um, actually. Uh, yeah, he said, um, oh, these aren't... Uh, do, do Irish people really consider these mountains? Because, like, like, you know, we, we, back in Switzerland, we have we have mountains, like, with a capital M, you know. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't impressed with our mountains at all, and I thought that was not the nicest thing. So this is a song about... It's not about just mountains, but it's about kind of, you know, moving to Dublin, moving to a city, the experience of living in a city, and... Uh, missing home, even though you're still very happy where you are. Just bits and pieces of that yeah. metropolitan life. Of course. But also, I suppose hiking has grown so much as well. And I think many people would be like, what are you talking about? They definitely are mountains. I know. Totally yeah. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, I don't know. He was he was a bit of a snob, I think. And then, uh, yeah, in the song, I had to say he was from Sweden to make it rhyme with one of the words. Okay. So, you know. Bit of juggling. Bit of juggling, but yeah. <laughs> So tell me, where did music start for you then? Uh, oh, I think I, I've, I've got a few musicians in the family, like uh, uncles and aunts on both sides who play. I've cousins now who gig down in Galway and uh, an uncle. Um, and my uncle uh, on my father's side was uh, same name as myself, Pat Keneally, and he... Um, he was a trad musician, okay. but um, yeah. And then in my, I, I loved when I was around fourteen or fifteen. I loved Simon and Garfunkel and like Fleet Foxes, and I got really into folk. And that's what I really got stuck into the guitar because I was like, I like this. Mm-hmm. And then a few years passed, and then now I'm playing in pubs. I play Westlife and stuff like that in pubs for a living. So. <laughs> It all moved very quick. But, uh, yeah. but it was actually a guy in here that spotted you in one of those pubs. I know. Luke, he was like, you need to check this guy out. Yeah. And you do originals as well, don't you? I do, yeah. I'm just this year now I'm really getting stuck in. Mm-hmm. What was it like to do that? Was it quite difficult to find how you wanted to sound? In terms of original music? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I found myself, anytime I'd write a song, Sometimes you'd want to show it to someone or you show it to your parents or you send it to a friend uh, or someone else who plays music. And I found sometimes you could write a song that you think, like, that's kind of good. Like, that looks like a song. It sounds like a song. And you're like, it, it checks all the boxes, but you're just like, some of the lines you've written, they don't sound like yourself. And there's something insincere about it. Uh, and so there's some songs where I'm almost like hoping, you know, I'll show it to someone. And they might say like, "Oh yeah, it's it's uh, that's good now," or they'll say like, "Yeah, it's uh, you know," but <laughs> it doesn't like 
there's songs when you write them and you're like, I'm really happy with that. And even if it's not even that good or it's not one that's going to get an anthem that will get people singing, it's such a nice feeling when you're like, I actually don't want to show this one to anyone. I don't actually care because I'm happy with it. You know, Martin McDonough, like Banshees of Inner and all yeah. that, his brother, uh, John McDonough, they, I was reading an interview with one of them and they said, like, do you, and do you, as brothers, do you share, like, your writing together? And Martin McDonough was like, no, like, I couldn't care less, like, what? What, what he thinks of it or, you know yeah because yeah, yeah. it's like if you're making exactly what you want to make then you're sorted so mm. I only had that epiphany very recently but yeah so then is it nice to be able to mix it up with some covers as well then yeah yeah it's like you go into on Saturday night you go into a place and you start off kind of inoffensive a few kind of I often start with girls just want to have fun it's kind mm-hmm. of nice medium song mm-hmm. gets people going and then, like, you do from Bob Dylan to Rihanna to Avril Lavigne, like, it's, it's really nice. And I think I think there's some something about it when you're playing an acoustic guitar and playing some of these, you go into, sometimes you play some cheesy pop songs. It's like a retrospective of all these songs. You get to kind of, like, collectively go, ah, oh, do you remember this song? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really fun and it's really satisfying. And when you're kind of in your room writing little folk songs it's nice to then go out on Saturday night and like uh, belt out Umbrella by Rihanna you know what I mean <laughs> go rogue yeah go rogue yeah. <laughs> you've also produced a musical in your <laughs> yeah. past haven't you yeah you did that research yeah <laughs> um, oh absolutely <laughs> uh, I did in college I did theatre uh, drama theatre and performance in college and there was a a competition called Musical Intervarsities where six or seven of the colleges in Ireland would put on a 20-minute musical and, you know, it could be from Hamilton or Hadestown or all these different musicals. You put on maybe five songs. So um, at the time, you know, I was learning how to use Logic Pro, the Mm -hmm. software that a lot of musicians use. And we were like, uh, why don't we do our own... We'll do our own musical. And we, uh, the first one I... Wrote it was called it was about a murder mystery in a in an eighties hotel, and we came second that year. And I remember I was delighted, but there was like uh, you know egotistical part of myself being like, oh, we got it, could have got the gold, got, got the gold. So we went back and uh, we did another one, and uh, it was really fun just to you know when you're there, all your friends you're going to college with, and then uh, you know you're choreographing, you're directing and everyone's kind of really nice but uh, we came first then nice. and we got a few other uh, extra kind of individual awards on top of that so it was a great great time yeah. And watching something like that come together and just the creativity must be quite fun as well. Very fun yeah, yeah. It, it's so satisfying and I actually found something I'm still realising is that uh, I I found it really easy to write those songs because so in the the second one was called The Lost and Found of Beano Town. Mm-hmm. So have you ever heard the Beano yourself? I have, yeah. Yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of uh, post-apocalyptic, which is any lad who writes anything in college ends up making a post-apocalyptic sometimes. I don't know why. But it was like, um, you know, um, set, uh, post-apocalyptic, these kids have found Beano's and they've based their religion, their lives on this one comic. And uh, I found writing the songs because you're thinking, all right, what does this character want? Like mm-hmm. they want it. It was re- so easy because you know what the plot is, and yeah. made me realize then when I was writing my own songs, like you have to have know what you're actually 
saying like what do you want to say mm-hmm. like what what is the point of this song mm-hmm. and uh so that was great it was kind of reciprocal that relationship yeah. between the two things um but yeah like it also made me realize that you don't always you don't have to be the reader of the poem you know you don't have if you're writing a song it doesn't have to be about your life because like you know you can only write so many kind of love songs or you know oh actually a breakup song or I like someone's song, you know, like, yeah. like you know, write a song about anything, you know. Yeah. Um, that's something I learned from that experience. You've also got to do the Ruby Sessions a couple of times. Yeah. It's a great venue. Yeah, it's lovely. It, I actually, I wish I could do that like once a week. You obviously <laughs> can't. Like, you Get know. on to Connor and see what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so nice. I actually, like, uh, I, I'd love to do it a, a third time now, but I feel like I should wait at least like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But... That pains pains me to say because it's so nice, but that was really great. The first time I was there myself, and I played a few songs, and it's really nice when you're backstage, and you're kind of meeting the other musicians, and at first, you know, people are like rehearsing quietly mm-hmm. to themselves, and you kind of like see them, and you're like, oh, how are you? Who are you? Like, you know, it's it's really nice. Or in some cases, you know them already. Um, but the second, the second time. Uh, I asked my friends Matt and Taylor. Matt is a great producer. Matt Winston and Taylor Byrne, fantastic musician, who's just supporting Porco Mara last night in the oh, academy. Cool. I'm pretty sure. So give them a shout out. But Taylor played bass and Matt played percussion, and uh, it was really nice to find see the songs come together like that because I'm so used to going solo. Mm-hmm. That was very nice and the crowds in there are really really like they're they're there to listen to every word you know it's like a pin drop it's so nice yeah Yeah, it's great it's different yeah and then the everyone who runs it is so nice as well yeah Yeah. so what's next then for you and music um what is next i'm i'm gonna get stuck in i I know like everyone is always like oh big things coming but Mm. i uh big things are coming uh i want to like I've I've learned so much about doing the cover gigs and I feel I've I I moved up to Dublin really kind of two years ago and got went full steam ahead on the gigging and I've I've improved in that. I'm good at that job now, but I've realized it's not the exact same thing as being like a singer songwriter or whatever, you know. It is a different field and I really want to lean into that more and I I kind of I finally know what I'm going for in terms of lyrically, but also like the work ethic, like because it is kind of like you you have to do the work to make this stuff happen, and it's just very like the the goal. What I've realized is I can you can actually make a living, especially in this town, from doing cover gigs, and they're so fulfilling in their own right. But when it comes to your your own songs. Sometimes there could be like the pressure of like, oh, how am I going to make this financially work? But I've realized you can kind of relax on that now because this town allows you to do that, do this, this mm. cover work, and it's great. And then you can kind of just go, what will be fulfilling? Like, everyone has some kind of creative thing that, like, it's just when you when you finally act on it, you just kind of have this satisfying feeling inside, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the work now. And uh, so that's kind of my goal, I think, is to just mm. get that satisfying feeling of. Oh yeah, I'm I'm making songs. I've I'm happy with how that came out. It's the kind of stuff that I would like to listen to. You know, that's the creative goal, which I think is the case for most people who are working on stuff. You know, and if people want to keep an eye on that, how can they? Instagram 
patcon.music is the main one. I think I have a TikTok. I, I don't. I have to get... That's another <laughs> thing, I suppose. I'll get into that. But um, I, I I had a website in 2020. I did the Squarespace thing, you know, and oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it looked very official. So I might do that again now if I when I have a song coming out. But yeah, I'll, I'll be having that song. I'm going to play. I'm going to put that out very soon. Just get the ball rolling. And uh, yeah, any bits and pieces are normally on the Instagram. Excellent. Thank you so much for popping in. Yeah, thank you. And Patrick Keneally is now going to perform Tiny Mountain on FM 104. These hills once felt the churn A wandering man from Sweden Suppose he liked his mountains To be a bit more European It's a daydream in the city and enough for my complaining I'm dragged out on a Sunday night Like a socialite in training And I don't even want to be here I know it, I know myself I truly hate these people And the hands they haven't dealt I don't know how you do it How you talk, how you laugh How you pose and smile For each and every photograph 